This is a podcast from Minute Media. I still believe through the cold and through the heat, through the rain and through the tears, through the crowds and through the cheers. Oh, I still believe. Okay. Hey-o! What are you cracking over there? I am cracking open up. That's not a bur- it's, it's, that's it's not a beer. It's not a beer. I'm not gonna lie to the eye. I haven't seen a Lacroix in forever because everyone here drinks those. Begins with an S. Uh, Sierra Mist. Nah, is that still a drink? I don't I, think I'll so, think but... of it. So, 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 so anyway, hey, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, it is Thursday, February 10th, the year of our Lord Evan Mobley, 2022. You got Kevin <laughs> and Raleigh. And we got to give a belated birthday shout out to my beloved co-host, Raleigh, who, Thanks, turned, who turned a year older yesterday or two days ago. Uh, two days ago. Or was it Monday? Nice. Monday birthday is awesome. Three, three. Yeah, it was. Um... Welcome to Club 3-3, baby. Yeah, it's uh, it's getting harder to get less fat. Notice that <laughs> the metabolism uh, just starts to it's shot. Man, there was like I'm not gonna give specific numbers of my. I don't know. Are we allowed to fat shame if I'm fat shaming myself? I, don't I know. was a very fat kid growing up, so that we're allowed to. I was skinny. Then I went through college fat, and college fat was like, oh my god, that was like 20 pounds ago. And then it was like, you do one push up and you drop a quick 10 pounds. You're like, yeah, this is awesome. Similarly, a couple years ago, I was like, oh my God, I'm an orca weight. Do a Jesus. couple of laps around the treadmill. <laughs> and then you're just like, yeah, I'm back to average. Well, now I am fighting for my life to go from comically overweight to hopefully less overweight. R- Raleigh, I got an air fryer. When you you did get an air fryer for my birthday, I got to get on that train because I feel like everyone in my family has one, but me and now a lot of my friends do too. Raleigh makes it sound like like when someone would look at you at a bar, some stranger, they're not going to go, "Wow, that dude is fat." That's true, but if so, like you make it sound like if you saw me on a scale, you'd be like, "Wow, you are you actually are fat." You know what I miss most about college, besides having absolutely zero responsibilities? Yeah, but the number one might be. I could eat, drink whatever I wanted all nine months away at school at the prestigious University of Dayton. And like, you know, then you go home and caddy every summer. And then by you got to school in May, by mid-June, I've already lost 20 pounds. And boom, you're hot again. It and you're tan. Caddying is, I don't care if I have all daughters, God willing, I don't. But the, everyone's, all my kids are caddying. Oh, yeah. Didn't have a choice. Uh, and you don't have to, well... It's easy to cheat on your taxes. You can pay him if you want. Wait, I, I, did All you right, get this, 1099? A, no, you're, it, Uncle Sam does not know about caddying. Kids make yeah. thousands of dollars in cash. Yeah, dude, I would make the first few years. Lot, wouldn't report it. And I'm like, yeah, making this much cash is kick ass. And dude, I, not 12 summers I caddied, man. Shout out Westwood Country Club, the real ones. Uh, anyway, this is a football podcast, a Cleveland podcast. We promise you like non-Browns talk this week, but that's going to come next week. We got 
we got some guests lined up for the next few weeks, y'all. I promise you that. I know I said that last week, but we really do. It's on the calendar now. Um, you'll see that next week. Should we just talk about Greg Robinson real quick? Yeah. Uh, Another last week, it was Hugh Jackson as we were starting up the stream. Tonight, it is the reports that Greg Robinson, former defensive tackle for the Browns, was arrested on one day. Offensive tackle. Uh, my fault. Okay. Uh, Protecting our credibility, Kevin. So, of course, every he's, it's all over the news on Twitter right now. He was arrested Monday night, uh, allegedly, allegedly in possession of, with intent to distribute hydrocodone, marijuana, cocaine, oxycodone, Xanax. Uh, they went to his house. I guess they found between his car and his house uh, over $100,000 worth of drugs. They found guns, clips. So, remember a few years ago when he got busted yeah. for having like over yeah, 100 pounds of sequel. marijuana? Yeah, yeah, but he got off on that with probation. This time, I'm not a lawyer, kids. I'm not any kind of expert with this, but I think your second time getting caught with this much weight of illegal substances, I think they're going to try and send you away for a very long time. That's just me. I mean, personally, this is all allegedly. I'm very, I, I think that people get imprisoned at too high of a rate for 100%. Uh, hundred percent. That that's my belief. Like marijuana like, possession. Like, yeah. And I'm like, times. I don't know if he's, if he's poor and he got caught with all of the stuff he got. Cause he, he was, he was still on the team at that point. Right. It, I the believe first time. it was the summer, right? I don't remember. It was 2020. Yeah. And it was like, I made a meme on it. That was actually one of my more sick. It was like, if you broke down the amount of weed he had, or like the amount of, uh, yeah, I think it was just weed the first time. It's like $500,000-ish, give or take. No, it's 100-something, whatever it was. But if you take down the amount of snaps he made based off of his contract and the amount that weed costs, it's like, sir, that was the dumbest financial move of all time for a billion reasons. But it was just kind of funny looking at like the extreme numbers of like what you would make in the NFL – with legitimate money, you don't need a money launderer when you're in the league to yeah. what he was moving. And it's yeah. like, so I'm so, like, he's dumb, but then it's like, okay, I'm glad he's not going to prison. Hopefully he can turn his life around and do something positive, still be a functioning member of society. But if dude, if you do it twice mm-hmm. after not going to prison the first time, like, yeah, you should go to prison. I, I'm gonna get called a loser for for just playing the other side of the table here. Who knows what he's going through? He's been I don't know if he's even in the league anymore. He hasn't. The reason why we're bringing this up, people are like, "Why are you guys even talking about Greg Robinson? He hasn't been on the team since 2020." <laughs> it's because every picture of him on Twitter right now is him in a Browns jersey. <laughs> that's why we're so talking. That's about why it. we're talking about it. And it is it is fun to talk about. I, I do enjoy this from uh, the perspective of. I'm enjoying talking about this, the ridiculousness of it, when it's like not our problem anymore. You know, talking about this the first time, it was like, holy shit. Well, that's why I say, yeah. let me finish my thought. Somebody called a loser. I don't, we're not saying this to laugh about it. We're, it's just so, we are, but the situation is amazing. It wasn't just getting caught two times in a row with a little, a J or, you know, a baggie of weed. This guy's getting caught with allegedly, allegedly, like pounds of drugs. So again, we don't know the situation. Maybe he's dead broke. I don't know. Okay. I, you, I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt always, but ee, that's a lot of weight. I mean, dude, 
just I when you were saying I don't know what he's going through, and it's like, yeah, I get that. Sometimes, like I'll say that when somebody's an addict, when they have a physical dependence on substances, it's like, which he, you know, he might actually, but it's like you're going through a lot of crazy logistics that took some degree of intelligence to get to that point. Like, I, I don't, I've never. Well, my problem, I have a lot of problems with this. He got pulled over in his car on Monday night, allegedly, because he they said he traffic violation or something. That's where they found initially a ton of this stuff before then getting warrants for his house or houses. Man, I've never carried drugs in a car, uh, especially not what they're alleging as pounds and pounds of drugs in a car. However, hypothetically, if I were to do such a thing, I am driving like a 90 year old woman. Yep. Uh, Like, how could you not? Now, there's obviously bigger issues at hand here, but that's one of the first things that came to my mind was, dude, this isn't even a good story, how you got caught with all this. You blew, like, a stop sign or something, and they caught you. That's... Yeah, it wasn't Come an on, undercover. Man, be better. Be better. It wasn't your best friend was, like, an informant for the cops. It wasn't cops. that scene you, at the end of Blow. Yeah. You rolled through a stop sign. It wasn't that scene at the end of Blow where he's trying to do one more run with the homies, and he gets pinched. But Wait, anyway, let's... One of four movies that you've seen. Thank you. Let's move did, on. Did you hit up Godfather 2 yet? Not yet. I, I need to have... I'm not very good with sitting still in general. Three hours. It has to be a weekend. I can't do that on a weeknight. And dedicating three hours to something that's not like football on the weekend is tough. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. It's going to... With football ending here after in a few days. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking of football, did you catch the... <laughs> you catch the pep... Did you catch the pep rallies? That, no. Bengals what? and the Rams did. Oh, so, no. No, since he did it right, since he Paul Brown Stadium, I believe it was, obviously, where else would it be? They had 30,000 people show up to send the team off on Monday night. That's pretty sweet. Then they go, then they show LA, the whole team walking out. It was a high school stadium with about 500, is what the tweet I saw from a blue check mark. Estimated 500 people were there in attendance. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> it's like bigger. Than Come on, man. Most graduating like, classes. Some, yeah, my high school class is bigger than that. Have a little respect. Uh, At least you're LA, you're Hollywood. Pay people to be there. Do something. That's um, horrible. But And that's why, again, we've said this before. My biggest gripe is when teams that don't have fan bases get to do these things that teams are real fan bases aren't doing. And yes, it's petty and it's jealousy and I don't care, but it's the fact. Yeah, that is, that takes me back to the, uh, was it the 2017 NFC championship game? Uh, That was the, I think it was 2017, but it was Rams and the, uh, the saints. And the game was a dog fight and there was like a big controversial no call on a offensive pass interference or Bush league call pass interference that screwed over the uh, saints or something. Apparently it led to that the following year. Having yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that was one of the, the, it was one of the biggest calls of all time. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes into overtime and I think it went into overtime, but saints lost. Yeah. Kicker hits like a 55 yard field goal and there's this video on the internet. It's like a like a gluten-free bar in LA 
where there's like four people sitting down and the kick goes in and these four people that are just at the bar, not even paying attention. They're like, Oh, wait a minute. Did we just win? Like, yeah, sweet. Wait, did that mean, Oh wow. They're going to the Super Bowl. So it's like, there's five people unbelievable, incredibly not caring. And it's like, isn't every bar gluten free? You know how many like Cleveland would burn if that happened, like drilling a game winning kick to go into the, Super Bowl. Oh my God. I can't wait for a home playoff game, knock on wood, in Cleveland. Hey, speaking of bowl, well, first of all, let's get this out of the way. Do you want to do Super Bowl predictions or no? Just what about prop bets? I think I'm taking the under on the national anthem. I'm going to do a bunch of random crazy stuff. I'm going to do something with Jamar Chase. Obviously, I haven't done any of my homework yet, so it's a worthless conversation. But over on the anthem, or did I say under? We'll flip a coin. Um, I, it's a coin flip for me, man. Obviously I can't stomach to see either one of these teams win, but I don't see a heavy favorite here. It's a coin flip. It's a pick them. Yeah. I, I hope that the Bengals don't win. I just, I, and I feel bad. I have good friends that are Bengals fans, but there'll be no living with them. And I just can't. Oh, it's going to be awful. Same. I've, it's going to be never, awful. If it I have never looked less forward to a Super Bowl. Same. I'm dreading this. It's, but I would be interesting because, you know, Cincinnati, they haven't been in the Super Bowl for since eighties or something like that. We've never been in the Super Bowl. I know we've never been in the Super Bowl. Must be nice. Yeah. I would be curious because I have this thought if the Browns ever make it to the Super Bowl, God willing someday, it's like every game in the NFL up until that point is pretty on par with how the other games are played. Like the game progresses. They have a halftime. It's not like a ridiculous show, except for, I guess maybe Thanksgiving and people are like, Oh, I like the commercials or whatever that came out in the early two thousands when the super bowl sucked. Once they started getting (laughs) picking up momentum, I could just not imagine watching that game with crippling anxiety and then having to see a commercial like, Oh, what a funny commercial. It's like, I'm a fan with skin in that game. I'm like drugs. I would just be tweaking. Speaking of drugs, yeah, I it's actually good food for thought, not the drugs part, but how you would actually handle that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So there no prediction. I'm dreading it. I am fortunately gonna be in Manhattan this weekend. Uh going to take a bit. I've been there since before COVID. So I'm going there for the weekend and hopefully I can just use that. Come back like Sunday early afternoon. Hopefully I can just use that. I'm too tired from the trip and just watch it from my couch. So oh, I have yeah. me go big for like Super Bowl party. That is the goal. That is the dream. That's the ideal scenario. Um, speaking of bowls, did you watch any of the Pro Bowl in Vegas? <laughs> I saw the highlight. I lasted three minutes. That's what she said. But I or he said I lasted three minutes. I they have got to stop doing that game. Yeah. I, I don't know what and look, I do not I would do exactly as the players do out there. It's two-hand touch, it's 10% speed. I get it. I'm not blaming them for that. I would do it. There's so much money on the line there. If you get hurt, I'm saying do all the other fun activities and the challenges and skills competitions. Stop playing that game. It's just ridiculous. Uh, what was the name of the, well, before like the highlight miles Garrett, shout out miles Garrett picks. Yeah. yeah. And shout out TJ Watt for the <laughs> causing it. You know what I mean? And shout like, out Chubb in the Madden game in the Madden pro bowl game before he had a pick six. Shouts to him. I can't watch that 
kind of effort. Again, and it's not on them. Just the setup is absurd. Did they Can't do, do dodgeball? The, the coolest dodgeball highlight I've seen part. in years, when they had Landry and Chubb win the dodgeball tournament. It's the best. That, it's was, so cool. that was awesome. And, yeah, Because, again, and this is something, once you get to that level, I remember my dad pointed this out when I was a little kid. I've never forgot. Once you get to that level, you're an NFL, NBA, whatever pro sport you're at, you are good at everything. Whether it's ping pong, basketball, you are just good at everything. So have them do other stuff like that. The dodgeball is so fun. Work in other stuff. Do a home run derby, a wiffle ball derby or something. Like, that's awesome. Yep. Unless you're unless you're Greg Robinson, you're apparently not good at drug killing. Yeah. Greg Robinson <laughs> might be the, you know, hey, that's, you know what? Yeah. He might be the worst drug dealer of all time. Worse than Doug in The Hangover. Yeah, no, that's it is depressing. That's two movie shout outs in one episode. That's pretty dope. You're just killing it. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh yeah, the pick six was just like I, I don't know how I, I was like, yeah, it's kind of cool, but it's like Everyone nobody was really it. trying. Um there's not there's just really no Browns news. Do you remember oh. the do you remember the Sean Taylor hit? All right, Sean Taylor, he was the Redskins. Uh yeah, rest in peace. He was a stud uh safety he's a legend and there was a fake punt that they ran in the pro bowl one year and he just put the hardest tackle of all time on this he was punter. box office he was box office and i as a kid i was like oh my god that is so awesome but then as an adult i'm like man that was a that was kind of a dick move by the coach to call the fake with a player that wasn't his and for taylor to put the hit on like other than that, if you're looking for entertainment, look up Sean Taylor uh, fake punt. Or it's, just look up any Sean Taylor video, rest in peace, again, because he was box office. Yeah. So, other than that. Ooh, speaking of uh, back to Cleveland, bought my flight home. I'm doing it. NBA All-Star Weekend next weekend. How sick. Go in Cavs. Cleveland. I can't wait. The Celebrity All-Star Game, I'm not going to lie. Miles is playing. That's not the part I'm talking about. I'm not going to lie when I say I get horrified of that man breaking an ankle. You watch those uh, videos. He's going to break a backboard. He's going to end someone's social life on that court next weekend. I'm going to the celebrity game. I I, I think uh, – didn't he get some crap from Stefanski? After Stefanski, like, like a- called him allegedly and said, you're not playing basketball anymore. You got to understand, too, and I, I don't – I can't speak to his in particular, of course. A lot of these – guys have things in their contracts that you can't do certain stuff. I, all right. Granted basketball isn't that extreme. I get it. But like a lot of these guys, they can't, you know, ride jet skis. They can't. So I don't know if like, I don't know what's like how extreme they get. Uh, is there any update on the Hugh Jackson gate? It's pretty much universally agreed upon from my perspective that what he was saying and what he said has literally nothing to do with what Flores is alleging and basically, Hugh is just spouting a bunch of bullshit, in my opinion. Jason Lloyd, shout out at The Athletic, wrote a scathing mic drop article against it the other day. Or what was it? I'm looking at it right now, February 3rd. Awesome article. Read it if you haven't. So I'm not worried about Hugh. Jimmy Haslam wouldn't have come out and, you know, called his bluff like that if it's over. It's done. Oh, another unnecessary offseason 
Brown's drama scenario in the books, I guess. That is another, another case solved, but <laughs> that's all I got. Hey, next week we'll talk about a little Cavs NBA All-Star game coming to Cleveland. Cannot wait. You got anything left? Final thoughts? We'll talk about the Super Bowl probably, uh, unless Cincinnati just crushes and we decide to take off a week of the podcast out of depression and regroup, or we do, I don't know. Yeah, sky's we'll the figure limit. figure it out. Thanks for listening to Dogs More Podcast. For Raleigh, for myself, good night, Cleveland. It was 1950 in the cold and rain when my father took me to my very first game. Said the Browns are going to show you how the game is played. Here we go again. It's